are we doing today guys good morning good afternoon good evening i don't know when you're listening to this but ha huh, it's been a long time since the last podcast just like i just the same way I, the same way i started my last podcast that i am a little late but you know discipline is all it takes you know that you have to finish what you started i promised myself that i will make 21 podcasts at least and i'm not going to give up until i finish which is true so um today i want to share my personal experiences which i've had in 2018 i've i felt that 2015 was uh was a little bit of drag that i did not learn a lot of things i had way too many questions in 2015 which was unanswered i thought 2016 would answer that and uh i was more lost in 2016 and i thought 2017 looks like a good number a 7 i like the number 7 i think that should help it did not it did not and i reached as an 18 and um, i didn't expect anything i was just like let's see what happens because uh, i was used to failure of receiving the answer which i want to ha- what i want to know and uh, as it turns out 2018 i feel was one of the best years of my life as of now because i'm going to get better again and i'm going to have more terrible years so i can get even better than that so i really think that 2018 gave me so many ideas so many insights and i had so strange experiences this year so much opening up i would like to share this with i don't know i mean i feel like the way the reason i make this podcast in the first place is that i realized somebody saying this and i was like wow this is probably the reason i'm making my podcast is because If I was hearing this from somebody else speaking, I would want to know. If I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like if it was somebody else making this and you know, I would want to hear stuff like this because that's the kind of things that actually matter. That's the kind of thing which actually help me. It would actually help me with the kind of things that I want to involve myself in and grow into. You know? So uh let's start from this break. three things three things that i really think want i want to share with anybody who is listening which i feel have been one of the most biggest blessings i feel like these after learning like while having learned these three things it makes me feel so satisfied with the time i spend to find the answers to these questions you know i feel like uh <laughs> i didn't even ask the question for two of them but i kind of needed the answer anyways but i found it because i was looking you know if you are looking i feel i i believe that if if you are looking to be a better version of yourself to keep fighting and not stay the same because if you're able to see your picture 5 years ago and then see yourself today or 2 years ago you see yourself today in a picture and you feel ha huh, they both look the same ha huh, they both think the same i don't want to be that person because i want to be like every 6 months i'm not able to recognize the kind of person i was that that means i've really worked on myself that i've really gone through some terrible things because it's the pain that helps you to grow you know it's it's in the tough times when you realize that you need discipline it's the tough times when you need to know like like let's take an example for school you know like you the times when you get the worst points worst marks works worst grades is when you're like oh my god i need to focus and then you like really take a really urgent decision like to do something about it 
and which is what helps you to get that discipline focus that problem gave you the answer the obstacle that got, that got you that low grade became the way for you to get that discipline you know so you need to be looking to get you know uh, ahead i would like to start i would like to add another segment here of starting with a quote quote of the day quote of this podcast the human spirit is far more stronger than any obstacle that a human will ever face no matter what happens in your life no matter hap- what happens in your my anyone's lives the human spirit will sustain all of that will survive it it will not die it's too strong for it way too strong okay no matter how bad it was no matter how good it was it's going to get bad and it's going to get good so it's too strong you always need to know that no matter what happens it's too strong too strong way too strong right okay first segment uh 5th of may 2018 the birthday of my company i'm returning home from thane coming back to mulun on the bike i'm thinking when i'm a friend just uh, I, ha- i had a really cool keychain that my friend gave me from australia and uh, it was it was really cool it was uh, and uh, it was uh, it was leather and uh, it was it was it was just really like you could feel it like it was a really premium and i didn't want to let it go i mean like i was just i was like it it wasn't my it was with me for like way too long and i wanted to be like i don't want to throw it away 10 years from now after it gets bad i want to use it and make it bad and then throw it away cuz i would be, i would at least appreciate that i had it so i was like let me use it on the second day my friend sees it and he goes like wow this is so cool can i keep it and in the first instance uh instead of thinking like uh, no of course not i mean that's my friend he gave me like long time ago i want i want to keep this but instead of that at the first thought i ca- i had was like why am so why am i so why should i be so stubborn for something materialistic let, let him be happy because he's going to enjoy it way more than i will because the way he sees it like that was like one incident I'm like really you want this he goes like yeah of course this looks so cool and i was like okay i've never done this <laughs> i've never done this i don't know why i did that and uh, i don't know why i did that I, ne- i i never like to share my stuff especially if it's gifted to me i keep it i use it i throw it by myself but this time i just gave it away and i was just coming back now on the way home and i was on my bike and i was thinking why did i think twice for giving away and why did i give it away and i was thinking about it and uh, you know like i feel like my mind or like i think a lot of people have this thing thinking that when there are times when you your mind is like a puzzle right uh, like tons of puzzles like every time you have a question the question itself uh, asks for you to find the puzzle pieces and when it fits you 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 have the epiphany you like you like wow it all makes sense that's what i've been looking for and um uh i feel like this the keychain led me to that last puzzle piece to the question i don't know <laughs> i don't know how this is connected to the answer that i reached um i was always i've always had the, the um, i've been really trying to figure out the whole 
rich, wealthy, poor thing. Like, why are people poor? Why are people rich? What do they do? What is it? And I've read it. I've read a ton of books. I've read Rich Dad and Poor Dad. I've read a couple of books by Robert Kiyosaki. I've read a couple of books by Robin Sharma. Everybody, like, I've had my share of information, but it didn't get through me. You know what I'm saying? I know the information, but it's not become my experience and knowledge yet. It's just the information to me. It's just really layered. It's, it's surface information. It's not really depth. It doesn't have any depth. <clears throat> so my bike is coming home, driving. <laughs> Literally, it struck me like, whoa, it all makes sense. And I just wanted to like hold on to that thought, like to really expand that idea before it goes away, you know, because ideas are like butterflies on your shoulder. If you don't look and appreciate and accept that you had it, you will never know that you ever had it before because it just disappears. So I was like, I need to really do something about it before I forget it. So I really parked. I didn't really park. I just like stopped my bike on the road, <laughs> took it in the side and I pulled out a book. <laughs> I literally just pulled out the book, 5th, 5th May 2018, I think it was like roughly 5.30, it was sunset time, it was really kind of hot-ish, like, pulled out my book, pulled the last page, which was empty, and I started writing down what I was thinking. I wrote an entire page and a half in the next 25 minutes, and it all became clear to me, financial literacy. I had my, my, my first real spoon of information, which I was waiting to have, you know? What was real wealth and what was, uh, because I was always constrained between uh, people who looked rich and didn't have any values. And there were people who did not look rich, but had all the money. I was like, why is this? My family, I've, <laughs> I didn't know that, my f that we were really well off considered my family had developed such assets in their businesses that we were really well off compared to so many other people. Like I spent my entire school time thinking that I was, I usually didn't have most of the money, right? But uh, as I became 15, 17, 20, I was just, I realized that now that I have always been like 10 steps ahead of everybody in my classroom financially, but I didn't know that because that's not how people who really have money spend their money. What, I, what, what, what was it that, that struck me on that, on that road on 5th, 5th May was that, example, two people, both of them make one lakh rupees, that's 100,000 rupees uh, a month, right? One of them runs a business and that's his profits. One of them is in a job and he makes that money or self-employed or whatever, right? Um, the reason I'm pointing to business is there are people who are in business who spend it like crazy, but most of the people who have really good money in businesses, they know that they should not do that. <clears throat> it's the concept of living in 20% of your income. The concept that business people have of living in 20% or less of their income, that is their dream. What does that mean? So, um, okay, uh, I, I skipped something. So uh, the business person makes a profit of 10 lakh uh, that's uh, 1 million, yeah, 1 million uh, rupees a month. And uh, the, what do you call it? Um, the job person, uh, the person B, person A is business, person B, uh, job person. This person makes 100,000 rupees a month, right? 
both of them spend 100,000 rupees a month. <clears throat> okay? The business person runs uh, uh, a, a specific car. The, the job person runs a, drives the same exact car. The both of their kids go to the same school. Okay? Both of them live in the same kind of house, same size of house. Okay? And both of their women have the same kind of jewelry, like, you know, more or less. And it's, it's very similar. Like, if you see, if, if you go calculate it, most of the things are very similar. But if you go, now you go inside the heads, inside the minds of these two people, the person who is living the life of spending 100% of their income is, he can't be peace, he can't have a peace of mind. Can he? Think about it. He's probably worried how he's going to get the next paycheck because he needs it really fast. He's probably spending more money because most of the people spend most of their money trying to impress people they don't like. We have heard this sentence so many times, so many times, so many movies, so many uh, authors, so many people, so many, this keeps saying this, but what does it mean? Is that the reason you go to Starbucks is because you don't, it's not that you like drinking the Starbucks coffee or the person selling coffee next to your building is not good. It's probably because that when you put it on Instagram, you feel a kind of satisfaction that you did something that really felt like living in the edge of life, right? Because spending that kind of money and treating yourself that way is what most people show online, right? So many times I have witnessed that people will go out in a restaurant and they will take pictures of food. Now that's kind of common now, everybody does that. But they take pictures of food and drinks of the things that they're not eating. They just take picture of it because it looks like on social media that they spent that money. Because spending that money on yourself, that means is living a rich life. But essentially, that's really the show. You do it for other people, right? You don't necessarily like the coffee. You probably add more sugar to the coffee and there's barely any sh coffee in the drink. You know what I'm saying? But think about the business person right now. The person is spending 10% of the, he can live in a house three times bigger than this guy. His kid can probably go to a really massively expensive school. He can probably be studying in a different country right now. Okay. He, his wife could uh, be driving her own car or have a chauffeur. Why not? That's a lot of money. Yeah. But that's what the question is. Like, what kind of life do you want to live? Like, I always want to live a life where I have the peace of mind and I have the satisfaction of doing right by my money, right, doing right by my family, doing right by my things around me. And how do I do that? It's by living, it's by really understanding the concept of spending, having a goal, have a life goal of spending less than 20% of your income on yourself, on your needs. Your needs need to be so humble that you can live on 20% of your income. Because if the 20% of your income is almost negligible, that means you need to increase your income so you can live under 20% again. If you, if you make 25,000 rupees in a month, or I don't know, in dollars or euros, whatever you're listening to me, but if you, if you, like, I hope you can understand what I'm talking about here. 25,000 rupees, you have to figure out how to live in 5,000 rupees. If you can't live it, if you can't live it, you have to figure out how to make 50, 75, 85. Because the real game is living in 20% of your income. 
the people who make 150 million dollars a year 60 million five one million dollar a year dollars now they don't spend one million dollars a year because if they did I mean think about it if somebody just bought a car which costs forty four hundred thousand dollars now let's go in dollars now and he, his his son happens to crash the car on the last in the next week and that's all the money they make in a year four hundred thousand dollars that's the money they make in a year they spend it on the car and the car is crashed what happened now sure you had insurance do you have the money to pay for the gas petrol diesel no maintenance no takes the car no stupid right you can't do that that's that's the that's fifth may for me that's the writing on one and a half page i was just trying to figure out what the life of a and b is trying to figure out the psyche and i was seeing where i fit in why was i getting confused because it hurt me that i was not spending a lot of money on myself i was just saving all that money but i didn't understand why i was saving all that money for myself i didn't have a justification i had a habit of saving the money but i didn't understand why i was doing it and it really bothered me but i figured it out and i was like this is amazing. This is what I've been waiting for. I am saving it because I'm not really saving it. I'm not really investing in different places. I'm actually trying to live what somebody lives at. Because if you keep adding more zeros to your income, but you don't really upgrade your sense of respect and relationship with money, you're going to be in debt with more zeros than you can think. That's why most of the people live it alone, live with the debt. Yeah, everybody, nobody's alone. Everybody's got a loan. <laughs> That's true, because of the same reason. Because majority of the people try to live, and I, I, I don't disagree. A lot of things that I buy sometimes is probably because to show off. But then, I, I make sure it's under my twenty percent. It has to be under twenty percent. If it doesn't, I have to wait three months, and I'll do it at two, three months. I don't mind. I am, I have figured out how to be humble for three months. Wait three months and get it in three months. I don't mind that. That adds me to the next biggest thing that I learned this year. Uh, I give all the credits to a person called Gary Vaynerchuk. If you use Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, or any other app that you've ever heard of, popular, he's, 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 he is there. He, has, he spends millions of dollars to share his wisdom of business, life, and treating yourself and understanding life itself in in his in his own weird way and he spends a lot of money teaching people that because he doesn't want the money he wants to help people do that and i would i would implore you to just have a look at what he says maybe like follow his page on whatever social media that you use for a couple of couple of weeks and then unfollow him just for the sake of it if you don't if you don't agree with him anymore but try it three weeks try this just like this to bet try it for three weeks if you really get frustrated I understand, but give him three weeks. Let's see if you can find if you, if you can find some gold. Because if somebody's spending five, ten million dollars, just giving information, he's not kidding around, right? I learned two things, which is complementary to each other, from him, which I've been really struggling with, and I did not know that I was struggling with it because it was a very, you know, blind spot. It's like it was pretty much a blind spot for me, which was. Um, he, he kept saying you have to pull from opposite directions, well, which was essentially saying that he kept saying, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. 
I don't care what my wife thinks about me, what my kids think about me, what my parents think about me, what the world thinks about me, what the people listening to this podcast think about me. I don't care about anybody. Because I make the decision of what I think about me. As long as I know I'm fine with it, I don't care anybody. Nobody. Right? He runs a $200 million company and he likes to sell uh, $25 t-shirts online. Somebody running a two. $200 million company probably makes, if you numerically calculate every day, he makes way more money than that. But his <clears throat> he likes doing that because that's that's his thing. He enjoys it, right? Being happy. When you're, when you're freely being able to express yourself, you have this sudden feeling of happiness, euphoria all the time. You Because you just feel like you can be yourself. You don't have to wait for anybody. You don't have... So you know, I, I realized one of the biggest things where people like to drink... Is because that allows them with the social, it it lifts them from the it, it socially allows them to start behaving like their real self. Have you have you have you seen some people before the party? Everybody just like serious. Oh, I'm looking good. I like da 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 da. And as soon as this party starts, everybody starts becoming like ha 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 ooh, and making like stupid jokes and like um, making like really personal comments and really helpful weird things, right? A lot of people become philosophical and a lot of other things happen. But they're trying to become their true self because it socially allows them to become that. It's one of the biggest reasons is because it th- they worry if they were not drunk, right? If, if they were not drunk enough, they would not have the courage to do it. That means they need courage to express themselves, essentially, right? That's, what them, that's what's stopping them. Every single book who, 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 whose author knows anything about anything knows that Criticism, like the fear of criticism is a big, 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 big deal. It has always been a big deal. Throughout the ages, it's been a big deal. Everybody worried about that. Gary always talks about the faster you spend time and figure this one out, the better. First of all, how do you figure this one out? How did I figure it out? First of all, I figured out a long time ago that friends come and go. There are some people who are really worth it and you fight for these people. That's it. Nobody else. Because most of the people treat other friends like a choice and you have to get used to it. That's that's 2018. Most of the people treat each other like a choice. Let me give you an example. If, if If your friend circle is going for a movie, right? And let's say you have an exam tomorrow and you can't make it. Do they still go? You'd say, of course. Of course they go. They have to go to the movie. That'll be fine. But if that happens all the time, that means you are just a choice in the group. Don't treat somebody like a like a prior. Don't keep somebody the priority if they keep you as a choice. I figured that a while back, and uh, I've made sure to keep away from people who t- take me as a choice and try to prioritize people. Who prioritize me when I come in contact with them or when I want to come in contact with them right if somebody wants to cancel their concert because they want to hang out with me I, I understand that they mean it they mean what they say right because that's the only people who what is a true friend anyways like the guy or the girl who will stand by you even if he or she disagrees with you if you start a business project, they will probably stand by you. 
they'll probably support you in some way promoting your business or buying something from you or like giving you ideas or supporting you even if they don't agree with your business <laughs> probably his dad runs a is an oil factory or like an oil something petrol something and you are running a electric company trying to stop all the oil he'll still support you 100% he'll support you because he's a friend that's what real friend is right but the person who starts judging you right next way you should understand it's not easy <laughs> It's not easy one bit. I have not taken any of this easy. It has come at real, real, real cost. But I've really figured out the real cost is spending time on these people who are not worth it. So I stopped spending time on these people. So many of my friends, they don't talk to me anymore. It's fine with me. Because I understand. If I could make them as friends when I didn't know them, I'm going to find better friends who want to hang out with me because of the way that I truly am. Because I'm figuring myself out. Life is not really finding yourself. It's creating yourself with the way you want it. The wants are inside you. And you're creating yourself in the process of new experiences. So when the new experiences clash with other persons, your old friends' uh, beliefs, they start leaving you because like, whoa, I don't agree with that. And they start leaving you. A real friend does not do that. real friend supports you anyhow. Even if he disagrees with you, he'll still stand by. He'll hold on for a while longer he'll not always be like standing your like supporting you but he'll be there with you emotionally right so these people these people matter your family most of the time not always most of the time matters because i've felt indian families they're pretty much supportive like if you're doing something in 2018 they're, prob they're probably going to support you in some other way not everybody if you're living in a joint family that's different but probably if you're in like um you know if you're in uh, what do you call it if you're in a nuclear family, like mom, dad, brother, sister, your grandma, grandpa, right? So probably the grandma is supporting you, nobody else is. Somebody's supporting you. It's very common, like one person is supporting you at least, right? And everybody else, you just got to prove yourself to. So you got to hold on a little longer before you can. So see, as long as you know in your conscience that you're doing the right thing for yourself and right thing by, by yourself, you have to know that you have to give you have to give people that time to make that circle back to the point where they realize that you were right you have to do that there's no other way to do it you have to have that patience and the humility to wait through the process for the people who actually matter everybody else will probably leave you right initially when you do something anything you try to be yourself you try to run something new or something, some new innovation, something, whatever you're doing, most people will go away from you is distancing themselves from failure. Because either they are scared that, scared of doing what you're doing, so they're afraid of being part of your surrounding, or either they're afraid you'll leave them because you'll grow out of it, so they, they want to discourage you by, by making you feel bad about your choices, and uh, that's probably the kind of people you want to elevate yourself as fast as possible very fast <clears throat> right and again so friends very three four people two people i think two friends really is like the really highest thing right family some people in your family would support you that you care about really you care about everybody but you don't care what they think you care about people because they're humans you treat them like humans right but then 
you don't worry on every single thing that they tell you because you know you're right inside you know like this is the right thing to do if you know oxygen is what will keep you alive and you keep everybody keeps telling you no it's bad for you but you know the truth you got to hold on for them to realize right they they'll keep making you feel like you are the insane guy but then you are the sane guy you have to wait for the process for them to realize for them to have educated themselves in the course of next 26 years probably or 5 years and then they know that you were really right and then everything they'll try to cover up for the 26 years but you have to hold on to being that kind of that kind of wake for them but you're happy because you're really being you you're really believing what you're doing you're doing what you're believing and that's the really the two categories and everybody else in the world doesn't matter everybody like i made sure from this so what do you do what what did gary vaynerchuk mentioned was that when uh, why don't you do this like he said for the people who really matter to you whose opinions really matter to you you go to them right you go to them you let's say it's your friend really close friend whose opinion really matters to you it's your mom whose opinion really matters to you she's probably negative about doing what you're doing your dad who's probably negative about doing what you're doing and his opinion really matters to your brother whose opinion really sister your really your good girlfriend or whatever right just sit down with them and tell them see there's this thing that i have to do that if i don't do i would regret it when i'm 40 and because i will regret it i don't want to regret it and like have that regret spread over my entire life and everybody around me and i need to do this because if i don't do it i will never be satisfied i need to know this itch in my brain that if i don't do it now i'll never know i need to know all i'm asking is if you can support me with this at least don't wait for me to fail and then tell me haha i told you it won't work could you be there for me on my side when i'm building this don't support me all the way i don't care but like don't be the person who boos me when i can't do it if i fail and i'm going to find a way to do this i'm going to put all my time energy everything whatever it takes and i'm going to do this i'm going to figure this out that humility and that that openness would really strike them in this in this world where everything is fast and go come and go when you are so open about something that really means to you and you're really honest about it it shines through okay it shines through 100% it does so i did this with the people that really matter to me and i didn't think it made the big difference because as when i when the conversation ended i was just like okay so what because i was really desperate of figuring myself out and i was like i'll do anything i'll do everything whatever it takes for me to release myself from myself you know so i was doing anything and everything and one time this thing actually i did this okay it took me two and a half months to realize that i was out of the cage i was not worrying about the world what the world was thinking because i had moved past it and it took me two and a half months to realize that that was the turning point which led me to do so many other things which i would uh, rather be scared of doing because i would be worried what other people are thinking about me because these are the five people who would actually stand at the corner when i fall down to support me to stand help me back up in any way emotional someone everybody else is probably laughing they will laugh at you until the time you reach the top and you become a true giver because you have that financial that emotional that 
the respect in the society and that's the time they're going to come around you and they're going to come around you because you're going to have money people would want to hang out with you at that time trust me so now i say trust me because not about me because i've seen it with my family i've seen it with other people that's that's just my i'm just taking their experiences through it i'm not great i'm figuring myself out and i'm not going to stop but then this is the thing now <clears throat> nobody else matters in that between the person who are close to you they matter and everybody else is just they just they don't matter you keep doing your thing tell me one thing if you do you remember the guy even you're walking on the street he just started screaming or something like that something somebody just did something completely out of the blue when you're walking on the street yeah you saw his face probably you're not thinking about it before i told you about it you were not thinking about this cuz that was just a blip in your mind and it went away that's how you would be when you're doing your own thing some people would spend that time to stalk you and make you feel bad about what you're doing that's normal that's what people who don't have any hope in their life do but other people who actually don't care because you did your your thing and they don't get it and da 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 that would be fine cuz they would see you it would be a blip in their head and they would forget it i would never occur to them until you actually meet them in person right listen here and the third thing right <sighs> been a long conversation and the third thing financial literacy i don't care what people think about me what's the third one one second <laughs> i can't remember i should have written this down I wrote other things down than this one. Well, uh the third really interesting thing was uh it didn't come out of an experience. Again, it was probably like the last piece of puzzle when I was reading a book and uh it it all came together. So it was the the idea which most of not most like anybody listening to me from anywhere in the world like they have had in this have had in their culture this specific line of wisdom because that's how wisdom is passed on it's usually concise in a very small sentence and it's passed on because it's easy to remember the sentence is in hindi jo hota hai acche ke liye hota hai hai na uh english is whatever happens is for the good spanish lo que pasa es por lo bueno so what does it essentially mean like like if it's good it's probably for the good bad it's probably for the good in every obstacle in every adversity is a seed of equal or greater benefit same thing no matter what happens the worst time of your life probably has something of good value in it and you should probably look for it and as soon as you look for it you're going to be you're going to grow out of it because that that obstacle itself was an opportunity for you to grow this sounds really nice to hear this sounds really it makes you feel good about your problems but the problem with this thing is probably so many of us i feel like if you hear the same thing over and over again way too many times and you've never internalized it it becomes completely like as soon as it registers in your mind <laughs> you almost disregard it like it's like it's like seeing like you live in a home right you're seeing your own wall every day after one point you don't even realize you have walls you never think about your walls it's like as simple as you know like your kitchen you never think about your kitchen until it's gone <laughs> like it's it becomes obvious 
but it, you never internalize the importance of the value of the idea inside you, right? And uh, that thing came together for me, and that, that was like, that was just this month in November. And um, okay, so here's an example: somebody puts a gun on your forehead and tells you you have to run 42.5 miles or I kill your family. Would you run? You'd say, of course, I would run. You start running. You finish the 42 miles. But you're scared. You're frightened. You're exhausted. And probably when you reach 42.5, you're going to fall down on your face. You're going to be exhausted. You're going to be tired. Obviously. Here's another scenario. You register for a marathon. You buy a couple of equipment for like training. You train for a couple of months. You go for your marathon, 42.5 kilometers. You're exhausted. You're tired. Your every single muscle in your body is paining you, right? And your family is cheering you at the end of it. And you feel really happy and accomplished. Right? Now, the author was saying, like, why do you feel accomplished in one place? And, uh, like, it was a problem, problem, challenge, and life-threatening situation for others. Yeah, because of the gun and the gun thing and the family supporting you. The family support is probably internal. Yeah, but, like, logically, if you, like, hit, hit at this, if you really try to go through this one, it's probably because of this one element that we have in this, it's choice. You chose the marathon, you spent that time, you learned how to figure yourself out, you took that time, you learned it, and you ran through the process because there's no other way to finish your marathon than, than run through it, and you did it, right? And you feel accomplished, you feel good, everything is great, you're probably going to go for another one. But then you have situation where it was not your choice when you were made to run when you were forced to do it and that was a problem you went through the exact same process exact same situation one place it was your choice one place it was forced to you and that's that's the middle that's the solid point here the point here is that's 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 the punchline here when you choose something when you Let's say when you, when you choose that I'm going to, um, you know, learn a new language. Do you know when you're learning a language, it actually physically hurts your brain initially, if you're not used to learning a new language or speaking other languages? Probably because that when you're speaking a new language, it, it makes a lot of new, neuro connections, neural connections in your mind, which makes your body, like, readjust your brain, like your mind has to readjust so many things that it really physically hurts you, and that's normal, right? But right before, let's say you've not studied for a test, and it's like a, like a surprise test, and you have to internalize, remember all these things in like a week, and it's really big deal. Everything is a pain now. You're probably procrastinating, running away from it. It hurts you mentally. You can't spend time with your family. It's enough, right? You can't spend time, you can't hang out with your friends anymore. 
but it's probably the same in learning a new language because you have to let's say go to a country to travel for two months and you need to know the local language like Spanish and you're learning the language and you learn the language but that pain and not having to ha not having to hang out with your friends and everything was not bothering you anymore because you were focused on something bigger than you right you knew something good was going to come out of it you just focused on you're not worried about the process the process was not paining you it was not it was a choice that's why it all worked out he says you keep saying whatever happens for the good is because when you own the problem you know you know why I was late to the work because the milkman came late because the milkman came because the milkman came late to the home I made the coffee late because the coffee was late I had to rush I didn't iron my clothes I had to do that and then I, I forgot my keys so I had to go back up to my home get the keys get the car go to work and by the time I reached it was already too late and the office hours began I got an hour late and I got like grilled at uh, at work ah turbo right because you start blaming things you start focusing on like how do I blame somebody you don't poke you, you don't say how do I blame somebody but you are essentially not taking responsibility right you could have started the day without coffee but hey I, that's my routine I have to wait for the coffee I'm not saying that I'm just saying that our ability that as soon as we blame something we cannot own it because if we own it we make it as a choice the choice helps us to overcome it very fast win the situation and it makes us feel good by the end of it if you if you have to get over problems and situations if you internalize it if you if you make it as a like so many of the people anybody who is leading the most fastest growing companies in the world um, they have this thing of owning every problem of the company they hired like say a thousand people in the course of three years they will take the responsibility of a new guy coming in three months ago who messed up with a client they would take the responsibility right because they want to fix it they don't want to be under the problem they want to be over the problem they want to win the problem but how can they do it if they don't own it because if they own it their mind will give them answers it does it does because if you start marathon as a choice you will get ideas every single day every single day right like like you would like get like someday you were like let's say you started training like you started running one kilometer a day three months ago and a couple of days later you're like wait a second if I if I wear like these kind of shorts you know it would really give me like more flexibility that so I can take a bigger stride and that I could cover one kilometer in much lesser time oh that's interesting okay let me try that so you get another idea and like like you keep getting these nudges from your mind again and again because you have chosen that you are in control of the situation okay when you think that it's not somebody forced you into it right let's say let's say the same marathon situation instead of the gun on your forehead your friends pressured you into this and you're just running the marathon like walking like now ah you had three months to practice though ah this thing sucks how do I finish this 
Because you're thinking your friends made you do it and you're just focused on your friends. You're not focused on yourself. You're not focused on the activity. You're focused, like the focus is gone, right? If you're focusing on the problem, you can't get the solution. If you're focusing on the solution, you will not have the problem. As simple as that. Right now, put up your hand. Go to the mirror. Or if you can see somebody, probably your mom or uh, your friend or somebody sitting in front of you. Or an object in front of you, whatever. Something in the distance and something like your hand. Look at your hand. Look at the beautiful fine lines on your hand. Your nails. Some of you bit it. Some of you probably keep it so clean, they look like they've never been touched. Some of, some of you just like washed your hands like five minutes ago. They look pretty good. Okay? Now, look at the other object beyond your hand. Right? Like something like something a little far from you, like your friend or the wall or the chair or something. Now look back at your hand. Now put your hand in a way that uh, you can see the object through your hands. And make, make your hand a little lower, right? So you can quickly like go from your hand to the object. Focus on your hand again. Focus on the object. When you focus on the object, when you, fo when you focus on the objective, it's very hard to look at the uh, problems. The hand. And when you start focusing on the hand, it's almost impossible to completely see the big picture, the objective. Your mind is very single-minded. You can only focus on the problems or focus on how to fix it and how to win it, how the objective is, right? You can be a problem, you can be a problem analyzer or you can be a problem solver. A lot of the CEOs of big companies call themselves firefighters because they're always putting out fires. Like two employees had a problem, spat, you know, they're fixing that. Some client had a misunderstanding, they're fixing that. They know it's going to be full of problems. Life is full of problems. But if you want to get through it in a way where you are winning, it, when you know that you have the power to win, how do you do that? By owning the problem. Gary Vaynerchuk has this interesting mindset. He keeps saying, like he's at, he's at a conference and it's raining outside like this. Thousands of people in the room and it's raining outside. He goes like, you know, I think... The raining, the, uh, what's raining outside is probably my fault. I take it. It's my fault. And everybody's like, what? Which says, but that's the mindset I keep for every single thing that happens around me, on me, beyond me, anything. Because if I keep it, that makes it my choice, which makes me in power, and then I can win it. I want to win. I don't want to be under a problem. I don't want to spend... Do you want to have one problem and try to fix it for 46 years? You're 23 right now. You're 26. You're 41. We don't want to spend 43 years or 25 years to fix one problem or one dream or one goal. You want to do it faster. You want to do more. You want to do better. You want to get better. How do you do that? Own up your problem. Own up your challenges. How do you do that? Jo hota hai, hota hai. Lo ke pasas lo lo no? That if you have whatever happens is for the good. Choose. Every time you give a challenge, choose. Say it mentally. Oh, it's probably because of me. How, how do I fix this? Right? Because mentally you get a very big control. You get an entire toolbox of answers. You just have to give yourself that time. It won't be easy in the first times. But it, it gets easier. Because you get used to 
Like as soon as you say your mind, oh, how do I fix this? Like you don't say like, how, um, how am I going to do this? You start saying to yourself, how am I going to fix it? Oh, how do I do this? Oh, this is interesting. How do I fix this? Because you, you're always in a creative process. Your mind is always creating better solutions to better things. That's how people make companies. That's how people are always thinking. That's how, that's how anybody makes anything. Because they're always thinking how to fix something. Not that everything needs fixing. It's just that if you don't fix something and you consider it as a problem, you're probably under it. You don't want to be under it. You want to win it. If you want to win it, you need to make it as your problem. Make it your challenge. And choose to be a solver. Not an observer. Not an analyzer. No, nothing. Yeah? I think this is... I would like to conclude my real big podcast um, today with the note that, again, which, with the quote that I started, the human spirit can endure far greater problems than the humans can have. It's too strong. Way too strong. Wish you all the best. I hope you have a great day and talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.